If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their Oregon strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe Oregon strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is... Eat more Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter, I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's Peanut Butter Cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry, because I love these. It's one thing to say, seize the day. But you really know that you mean it when you wear a leather jacket that says Carpe Diem. We saw torque, so you know what that means. And this is a perfect movie to celebrate this amazing holiday. The film Torque, a film made by the same people who made Fast and Furious. They said we did it with cars, 
Let's do it with motorcycles. They figured it out. Now, when this film was made, oh, let's see, in 2004, it did not spawn as many sequels as the Fast and Furious franchise. So sorry. But we do get this film with How Did This Get Made all-star Adam Scott as a FBI agent who might be the best part of the entire movie. But if you've not seen the film, how can I sum it up? Well, it's complex. <laughs> it's about a guy who likes motorcycles, gets involved in a weird drug thing that he didn't know about, and then leaves to go to Thailand. FBI comes in, they're like, hey, where's that drug guy? No one knows. Then he waits a cool six months. <laughs> comes back to his hometown. His girlfriend's like, where the fuck were you? And there's some bad guys. We don't know why they're a bad guy, but one of them is Ice Cube. <laughs> then there's the drug dealer bad guy. Long story short, our Thailand guy gets framed for a murder he didn't commit. Cops are after him. Both bad guys are after him. And this is the film Torque. <laughs> I think that's the most succinct way to put it. I'm not sure. Okay, so uh, this movie rules. Uh, <laughs> and I can't wait to break it down. And I can only do it with my co-host. So please welcome to the stage, Mr. Jason Manzoukas! <laughs> What's up, jerks? How we doing, Largo? Welcome, Jason. Wow, holy shit. This movie, I know you love bikes. I know you like hogs. Getting on you your hog. You know I do, bro. You know, uh, you know I arrived here on a Kawasaki. There was an article in a motorcycle magazine it that said, you subscribe to. Of course. Still get the physical media, support physical media. And uh, it was like, even though Torque sucks, here are the four greatest scenes. And it's so technical about motorcycles that I couldn't even get through it. My, uh, update, my update for Motorcycle Magazine is, you're wrong. Torque doesn't suck. Give me the Torqueverse. I, I believe, I believe, and I'm going to put this out here now, that... Fast and Furious, it took five films for them to figure it out. Torque figured it out Torque, day one. They did. Torque did Fast Five level stunts in number one. Yep. This shit was nuts. Like, we used to talk about in, when, I can't remember if it was Fast Seven or Eight or one of them where it was like, oh, they're fighting as if their cars are fists. Yeah. That happens in this movie. They're fighting as if the bikes are extensions of their bodies, not things that are going 140 miles an hour. And then they're like... No, I didn't know motorcycles could do this much, but that's why we have a motorcycle expert here. Someone who knows what it's like to ride at 150 miles an hour every single day. And my other co-host, please welcome June Diane Raphael. Welcome, June. How are you? 
I'm well. How are you, Paul? Very good. Thank you for asking. Good. Uh, June, you like bikes. I know you like bikes. You're so wrong. I had Didn't you such... ask me to ride a bike? Like you... Paul, I hate motorcycles. I don't believe they have a place on, on our roads. Fully agree. They don't. And what? actually, I've, I haven't told Paul this yet, but I'm planning on asking our children to promise us they will never get on a motorcycle. We have wow. so many regulations and restrictions on what cars have to have as safety features it's a death inside wish. of them. But we also allow motorcycles. It's absurd. Which are just, you go as fast as you want, open. Just in, it's unacceptable. Just on the wheels. And it's, it's totally legal for you to drive in between cars. Like, that is... Expected. Somebody really. did it I, on my way here last night. I was driving and there was traffic and somebody was coming through like on, on the other side, but in my lane because yeah. there was traffic on the other side coming towards me. And I swear to God, I pointed my car right at him. And I was like, no, no, this is my lane. This isn't for you to cheat on. Yeah. I, I, I killed that guy. I, you know what? And I want to bring out our guests next, but that's where I struggle with motorcyclists or cyclists or bikers um, or motorcyclers. But I, because I'm just like, I know you have a death wish and I don't know what to say to you about that. Like, I don't know why you don't like this life, but- Why are you in such a hurry to end it? Yeah, like, why do you want to die so bad? I will say this. Uh, I just realized right now, I rode motorcycles as a kid um, on the back of motorcycles because my... Wow, as a kid, as a kid you had access to horses and motorcycles? Yeah. <laughs> They're the same thing. One just has wheels, the other have hooves. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for breaking that down for you know, us. For, for those who might be are the horses of now. A lot of people, a lot of people listening to the pod saying to their partner, "See, I told you." But I'm realizing that mean? my stepfather would always tell me that when he got into a, uh, a motorcycle accident, he had a peg leg, and I never drilled down on that until this minute. That's not possible. He didn't have a peg leg. He said he had a peg leg under his leg leg. Like it was like they had recovered. Like he got to a motorcycle accident, lost his leg and then reskinned it. And I'm realizing now. Only now? That I never questioned it since I was a child. Like I was like, peg leg. So, oh, I just, it didn't come up in my mind until this very moment. So have moment. you ever told a story prior to now about your stepfather's false peg leg, leg, peg no. leg as you call it. Yeah. Was he a pirate? He always said it was a peg leg and he would try to make me feel the Careful, babe. Paul, Careful. Paul, Paul let's wherever keep it this light. Is, it's let's keep it light. It's a Thursday night. Wherever let's, this let's is keep going. It light. Whatever epiphany you're about to have, don't <laughs> yeah, have it on stage. Yeah, let's do it off stage. Babe, let's do whatever, it off stage. Whatever repressed memory is about to happen, let's let's do it in the green room after the show, my guy. All I'm saying is, if I told you that story, a 60% chance it was false, that he had a peg leg. I still want to drill down. I want to talk to the doctors. Now, I mentioned earlier, it's 420, and we wanted to have the perfect 420 guest. We also wanted to have a perfect guest that knows everything about action movies. 
You know him from his podcast, High and Mighty, and the Action Boys. Please welcome John Gabris! Vroom, vroom, bitch. Vroom, vroom. Welcome, John. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Now, June said earlier, Jason, you're going to get a lot of Long Island on stage, and you're looking at a Long Island block right here. That's John, right. Block June, Island, and I. This is it, Block Island, Strong Island. Yeah, it's, it's great to be together, you know? Yeah, it's, it's nice that we're not fighting on yeah. the Long Island Railroad. It is. <laughs> uh, John, you, you have seen this film. I have seen Torque, of course. So you saw, Torque. Torque, you saw Torque before this, this podcast. I saw Torque before this podcast. Yeah, Torque oversold itself pretty hard, if I remember correctly. I remember being like, fuck, Torque is back. Yeah, well, Torque... Is, like, <laughs> it's just saying, Torque is like, the, like a word... I remember this movie coming out and me learning what Torque was. It's this, like stigmata. It wasn't until the movie came out <laughs> that I was like, Wait, what does that mean? And someone explained it. I was like, oh, that's cool. The the movie Stigmata or Passion of the Christ? <laughs> Passion. I, I guess I'm talking about the time my dad's hands and feet started bleeding. <laughs> then he explained Stigmata. He's like, it's actually a movie if that'll help you learn it. <laughs> Put it on. He was like a substitute teacher. He walked away. I, I, do, I do think that Torque is not a great name. Terrible name. Yeah, it's, it's if not. If it wasn't called Torque, there would be nine of them. I, I, I do want to like, like, why call it Torque? Yeah, I'm going to try to define it. I can't it. believe it's not called Carpe Diem. Uh, car spray painted uh, out. Can I? Uh, Incredible. Can I tell you, it wasn't until 45 minutes into the movie that I noticed his jacket said Carpe Diem. And I just about lost my mind. When, I was like, now we're cooking. When he did his first hero shot and I saw it, I was like, wait, is that a joke? Wait, this has to be a joke. I mean, well, you he can't, can't wear it for the rest of them. He can? he can? He did. By the way, torque is the measure of force that can cause an object to rotate about an axis. So is that just... So like, I, the way I think of torque is you're pulling something back before you're letting it go. And that, whatever that is, that amount of pressure is the torque... Does they that circling sound it about there? right? They, yeah. Wait, yeah, is there yeah. a torque is a torque expert? Does any all right, uh, okay? Uh, right, I'm gonna go from the torque right books to page forty-two. I'm gonna go a torque expert. To is there a torque expert? <laughs> all right, we have a we have There's a. There's just like a, oh, a guy in like orange leathers that says "Carpe Diem." <laughs> I guess ask him. He speaks Latin. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Martin Henderson is here. Martin. <laughs> oh us. shit! He he parked my car. <laughs> <laughs> um. Torque and motorcycles, torque? how do they relate? It's rotational force. So force. with motorcycles, because there's a enormous amount of power versus a small wheel with direct power, you can take off very fast. That's why assholes take off on the, off the line really quickly. Also, people in Teslas. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. What's your name? David? Give it up for David, everybody. David knows torque. That's how you answer a All question. Right. Informative, succinct, didn't try and grab the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by 
Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Well, we know this movie is going to be about motorcycles because the first thing that we see is this little... Do you think that this was... I did was, not notice that. Did you think that all of the anti-car stuff was purposefully trying to start a beef with Fast and Furious? Well, I don't know, but why then name your main character Ford? Great question. Wow. But it does feel <laughs> like this movie is coming at you from a place that... We aren't sharing. It's like, you see these cars pull up, and you're like, oh, shit, it's a car movie. It's like, nope, fooled you. The sign says cars suck. <laughs> Fuck you. We've all thought it. And we're like, no, we haven't. Like, it. It, it's coming so aggressive at you that, like, finally, this is a movie about motorcycle and motorcycle problems, but we don't, I feel like... <laughs> 
They could have brought us into this world a little bit nicer. Like, hey. Nope. Let, no. No, they drop you in, like, hard. And not only that, it's, it, it first says, okay, the, the, it seems as though the central competition of the movie is going to be cars versus bikes. Sure. Yeah. There's the bikers who are on the road, and the cars are like, fuck you. And they're like, ha we're the bikers. But then it's all, just the cars go away entirely. Then it's just a movie about motorcycles that go anywhere. I don't know where this movie takes place. And I was shocked when they said LA, because I thought for sure Florida. I thought there's no way no, most we are not this, in Florida. Most of this movie is shot between here and Morongo. It, there, there's a moment where they're right? just like, I feel like there's a moment where they're straight up in the Dominican Republic and then they're all of a sudden by Dodger Stadium. I'm like, wait. That's how, just how good this movie is. That's how fast motorcycles are. <laughs> if you're going 160 miles an hour, you can be to and from the Dominican Republic in a heartbeat, bro. <laughs> well, you're right about this. Like these car guys, we know car guys are bad because the first thing we see them do is try to beat a child. Like... Like, I know there's Save the Cat, but here it's like Save the Kid. Where well, like, even it's before like, that, if, if you don't, just in the opening scene that where you just saw the cars, like, the cars are drag racing, Fast and Furious style. Yes. The movie is truly a fuck you to the Fast and Furious movies. Made by the Fast yeah, and Furious Neil, people. Neil Moritz, producer of both. Incredible stuff. Um, but the guys are fighting. They even have like Nas injectors and they're doing all of the Fast and Furious mechanics yeah and then the motorcyclists come in and are like eat shit and the, the people in cars are just dismissed well you throughout know, this like, movie we find the first interactions that most people have with each other is absolutely antagonistic yes uh, at, at a level that is like 150 the inciting incident of the whole movie is a guy drives a motorcycle past another guy on a motorcycle and it's like that was so fast I'm gonna eventually frame this guy for my death <laughs> I, I will I will say that maybe it, it is about being on a motorcycle. Your body's shaking so much, you've unscrewed some something in your brain. You're just running that anger. That, you're Bob. like, yeah, you're just you're you're constantly mad. Your you're, body's shaking. I imagine shaking. that if you're on a motorcycle that much, like when you get off, you're still always living with the sensation of moving 150 miles an hour. <laughs> well, there's like you also never, you can never settle down. For sure. And there's also an element which is present in the movie. I feel like this whole movie is asking the question, what if rap rock was a movie? Oh, This feels it, like... Made at the most unfortunate time in American history. Right? And the it, year I graduated college where aesthetics disappeared for one year and they were like, you know what? People like garbage. Yeah. It's movies not old enough to be cool and it's not new enough yeah. to look good. It like lands in this period of time where you're like, really? Jenko khakis. Okay. And, and you also, like, it does feel like... We talked about a film credit in the last episode about, like, suggested by. This feels like suggested by Kid Rock's dream. Like, it feels like, he's like, yeah, and then they kill him with a motorcycle thing, and an FBI guy, he's in on it, too. And then they're on top of a train, and it's heroin, and fuck, boom, everybody okay. fucking blows up, but, put GoPro cameras in their faces. But, Paul, I do want to try to understand a little bit more about what the basic plot of this movie is. Okay. Great. Okay. I love it. Okay. Just what do you think step, it is? Take a step back. Well, I have a lot to say about Shane's business. Shane's. 
Shane's because from what I understand. <laughs> Shane is the love interest, right? Yes, yes. of course. I want to ask Sh- about this too. Yeah, I have some questions about her business. But Shane had a shop. Shane's. It seemed like an outdoor flea market. No, no, that's not the that's shop. Not oh, it. that's just oh. at the bike rally. That's her tent at the bike rally that appears <laughs> that's like a to pop just up. that just appears it's like an activation, like a glass brand activation. shelves, glass shelves, each with one single rear view mirror. Well, the, the she went set, to the car festival with five rear view mirrors and a pistol. Like the set design for the for her tent was bananas. <laughs> well, this movie is, especially in the beginning, mostly shot through rearview mirrors. It's oh, like yeah. everybody has a rearview mirror. Let's only do reflection shooting. So at the bike show, people have retailers have paid, I'm sure, some sort of participation fee to be there. Sure, right? Of okay, so then they sort of show their wares and you know show their wares. I assume she's there to take care of bikes. Correct. Well, I think she's there to sell people parts for rear their view bikes. mirrors because a lot of rear view mirrors are getting knocked off by motorists. I okay, imagine. Okay, so you're saying that at Shane's, so at Shane's store proper, what is the business? She is doing. That's what what I can't there? figure out. I'm a, well, I assumed it was like she was uh, a mechanic parts. and and uh, and selling parts. You guys are saying this movie is confusing. You're saying I, there's only one torque. I can't believe it. This is technically torque four. What are you talking you about? Mean? Watch this movie. When you watch this movie, they talk about so much shit that oh, is yes. already oh, You're happened. absolutely yes. right. The entire yes. thing yes. that is so important to this. It's like, well, remember I went to Thailand yes. because you got raided? Because For those I had. Mu- and they're You're talking, right. They're talking about shit that happened a long time ago. Gabriel, And then I, this I, is I what hate. they're dealing with actively in this. You're this movie right. is like, all right, everyone back from vacation. Let's, let's talk sort about out the it. bike like, shit. Like, you would be like in the theater. People are like, oh, shit. Martin's back, or you know, or whatever. I feel like, I, and I, I hate to correct you, but it was Indochina. Um, I just want to also which say, which is used I, multiple times. But in I this did movie. really feel like, wow, would love to see some of that. Well, that, that you're me, talking about that over and to over. Me felt great, like, oh, there's a history here that will unfold. Nope, never does. Because so, without seeing any of that history, the bad guy gang is so bad for no insane. reason. Okay, so here's my question, though, Gabrus. So Ford, what has he done? He was sort of fooled by... Ford um, was, I can tell was you. told yeah. to watch some motorcycles, and he had a nice relationship. And, like, and hey, he worked you- where at that time? I think... That's my question. Where, where did he work? Oh, I think he's just a freelance motorcycle yeah. guy. So he just He's all 1099. Okay, I think his podcasting supports him at the time. Got it. Yeah. So basically, so, he got the So he's just spikes. doing this for a friend because he misjudged his character? Correct. Because that yes. makes Ford look like a fucking idiot. Oh, let's he's be clear. He's an idiot. Every single person in this movie is a stone-cold moron. Full stop. Like, well, why they not- don't notice any of the setups, none of the double crosses. They don't even notice an obvious frame job when they see it. It's just so wild, though, to not give him any stakes to have done that. Not that she, Shane is not at risk. He like, just you randomly liked it if he watched was the maybe wrong dealing guys. drugs on the side and he made a mistake. He got in over to his head. To pay for someone's health care. I needed something <laughs> well, basically, to Well, basically, all he did was he was told to watch some motorcycles. He's like, huh. Didn't question it. I wonder why. Then he opens up, like, the gas cap. And he's like, ugh, meth or heroin, whatever it was. And he's like, oh, shit. Let me get that out of here. 
And then let me leave town. Like, and he, I'll leave this in my girlfriend's shop. I'll say up. nothing. That's move to Southeast up. Asia in a, a country TBD. While I'm gone, <laughs> shop gets raided. Sheen turns against me. Nothing happens to the bad guy? And nothing, ha- but also nothing happens to Shane, which is his excuse for why he took off, which is not to bring all of that down on her. Like what? But these bikes are never found, it sounds like. The, at the end of the movie, they are. they're found. No, they are. Oh, but I'm oh, saying oh, I'm like, sorry. No, they're yeah. not. You're right. They're yeah. not. He's hidden them because they. he realizes they've got drugs in them. He realizes that that makes him look suspicious to Adam Scott's um, FBI. Is he FBI? Yeah. He is FBI. Uh, gang, I, he's gang task force if you want to see his introduction oh please Adam, Adam's introduction is uh, is kind of the best moment here Adam by the way kills it in this movie he's Amazing. very good he's bringing it at, he's, at, like, he's in the movie I wish everybody else was in right I know you know what I mean I wish everybody else was in the movie Him and Justina the, both of yeah. them oh, together yes. were their stuff I wanted to watch their scenes yeah. 100% you know. they're in they are tuned to the right frequency for this movie in a way that nobody else but maybe Cube is. You know what I mean? And I want to get into Cube in a second. Not his performance, but his character. Here we go. Agent McPherson, Federal Gang Task Force. You don't look like your typical Fed. What'd you expect? A cheap suit, late model Taurus, a $10 haircut? How'd y'all get here so fast? Get this many jacked up motorheads in one place, all wearing colors. Something's bound to happen. Pays to be close. This is Agent Henderson. John Doe. Don't let her good looks fool you. She's still one of Hold the best on. field operatives. When you I see have. her come on, I was like, did she step out of the Matrix Reloaded? <laughs> There's a bunch of Matrix shit throughout this movie. The final motorcycle chase through the streets of New York City? That, by the way, seems like Wait. a CF. Or where, where are they? They're not in New York City. They're, They're in downtown in LA. LA. But yeah. it looks like, it looks too busy for downtown <laughs> LA. It's crazy that this movie takes place in LA. And I think the craziest <laughs> part is when the bad guy says like, we've got a million dollars in there. And I'm like, bro, that can't even buy you a house here. <laughs> I know. They're like killing people over a mil- over two mil- of a million dollars worth of crystal meth. Fuck, dude, you, you got to go to Torrance. I, I- <laughs> I don't even know... Torkins. Torkins. I don't even know where they're finding their industrial factories to have their rave because that seems to also be centrally located. Like... I they think that's a, in that's oh yeah because they have a race to her yeah. house which looks like it's so suburban like oh are we in Ohio now and he's like I'll buy you a drink and now we're in a fucking rave where literally like hot lava or like steel is being smelted on some level because I'm seeing the other big thing that's in that when they're at the in the in the first act when they're at the like Sturgis style bike rally or whatever and all the everybody's you know racing up and down and and peacocking and showing off the radio person the DJ at one point says we're gonna have highs from 94 to uh, yeah. 103. Can you imagine how bad that place smelled? I'm disgusting. Imagine drinking out of the leg of the carpe diem leather pants. Oh. Just the fucking disgust. Shake the fucking groin sweat out of your car. Carpe diem. And you know know they're smelling it because every man speaks to the other man no more than four inches apart. Like they like they will there was a rule. It's like if you are more than four inches away from each other, gotta close that gap. It's like the, people are in each other's mouths. In and this the Sturgis movie. thing, how great Henderson has a Ramones t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a hot topic Ramones shirt. 
It's like this dude, if he's 25 in 04, is not into the Ramones in the biker world? No. no. Absolutely not. No. He also, learned about there... the Ramones in Indochina. <laughs> is there a, a biker culture in LA? Absolutely. Oh, okay. I didn't know about Absolutely that. Absolutely right. I didn't know about that. Well, I do have a question about I because when Ice Cube's gang rolls up on uh, Ford, why is he mad at him? Okay, so That's that is the, the entire question. inciting incident. This is, is crazy. He drives past Junior, Ice, Junior Cube's brother, too fast. Okay, and kind of shakes him and knocks him off the bike, and he's like, "God damn it!" Chases oh, yeah. him down. Yeah, pulls a fucking knife on him. We get to see a cool reflection in the knife. Great shot. Reflection. Great shot. If there's anything that can reflect, we will shoot through it. That's it. I will say the movie's shot well. Yes, Th this the guy. Movie is, they shot the shit out of this movie because I was never confused. I was so confused about the plot of the movie, but I was never confused geographically where people were. I was never confused as to what was happening, who was where. Only at the end when the motorcycle is going 150, or maybe. 500 miles an hour. At that point, yeah, at that point when it I was like, I don't know what cartoon. happened. Well, well when you have the lost. phrase Rolls Royce, helicopter, jet, those are three different things. <laughs> I know, like, it's uh, carbon chassis built on a Rolls Royce helicopter jet engine. It's like, <laughs> what, dog? There was it's also it. so much, actually, way too much tongue acting in this movie. Tongues out and was communicating with their tongues. It was 2004. It, I, no, it did feel like that. It, like, it was when that. tongue rings were new and everybody was like, You're tongues right. are a thing. It was a time when people were like, I'll take my tongue out. You know, like it was, there <laughs> well, wasn't a stigma around it. I, I mean, we've now seen two really amazing performances uh, by Jamie Presley. Jamie Presley Whoa, is... She was freaky. She scared the shit out of me in this yeah. movie. I was like, this woman, the, I do not want to She threaded to a perfect her. needle for me in that she terrified me and aroused me <laughs> oh, simultaneously. Yeah. Oh, so, By the way, so at much. the end when her and... What is the woman's name who's playing yes. Chase? Monet Mazur? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's Monet. what it is. Yes. I was like... I, when that came up, I was like, oh, it must be a French-trained actor I've never nope. heard of or whatever. No, when they do ballet based like fight sequence on top of motorcycles i was like this is everything yeah <laughs> i feel like the filmmakers were like we're doing crouching tiger hidden dragon sponsored by mountain dew on on motorcycles sponsored by pepsico <laughs> oh man and a little budweiser budweiser got a few bottles broken over people's heads but with like a freeze frame yeah. label all, yeah, the king of beers. All I wanted to do, and I looked for it all day today, was to find breakaway bottles because the amount of littering they do in this movie is actually pfft, unacceptable. Pfft, like they're just, they always are just throwing. That scene where Ford and Shane are on that little like playground, at that little playground area, he just finishes a bottle of beer and throws it down on the ground. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, are, are they, aren't they at a children's park? They are. Wild. They're throwing it Wild. down by a children's park. Makes you sound like an alien who just like, take me to the children's, children's park. area, not a playground. A children's park. Um, this no, is no, a, this... that seems to be a playground. I'm looking for a children's no, 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 park. No, a park for them and them only. By the way, for what things was... for them to do. There was a moment where they're eating, and again, I think this is a movie about bike culture made by people who don't know bike culture because you don't think so. I also think this is a movie about gun culture that they don't understand how guns work <laughs> because they precision fire sh sawed off shotguns at people to be able to like break their handcuffs apart. 
a shotgun, a sawed-off shotgun blast at close range would demolish your whole body. It's a scatter it would, shot. It, it, it weapon. would blow their hands off. Literally, they're like, and they're like, bam. Like, okay, thank you so much. They would blow their arms off. Everybody in the movie would be dead. This movie suffers from G.I. Joe slash A-Team rules. Yes. Where they're like, everyone's firing machine guns and guns, but the combat always just ends up being like nudging each other off a bike at the end. <laughs> like, there's literally a the line where he's like, meet the twins and fire. Do you guys see the spider descending from the ceiling? <laughs> Don't say a don't word. Make, people say, what did Gabris do? You don't say a goddamn thing about the fact that he ate a spider? <laughs> hey, I heard you were at that show where Gabris uh, died afterwards. Well, Bro, what happened? I'm not allowed to say anything, but on the Reddit, they're wondering why Gabris mysteriously died. Dude, that was straight up Henry James, so man. <laughs> that was crazy like Henry James. So all I saw, so many things just happened in my body. So many things. I, it looked all like I he saw, was going to kiss it first. I didn't see. I did not see the spider first. I just saw Gabrus go. <laughs> like his eyeline was over here, and I was like, "Well, one of you have come on stage and are about to." End I've been it watching for it for a while, okay, so you were. You, but you I was safe. like, "Wow, this is it, June. Like you'll. This is how you'll die." And then to see a spider, and then to see what happened next. Wow. <laughs> I just wanted to protect my fellow I, cast members. Wow. That. That's some Long Island protection right there. A plus. Let me talk about... I let can't me wait talk till about, the end of the show and Gabrus's tongue has swollen. When I fall down, my head splits open and a million baby spiders come running out. When someone's like, Jason, do you have your EpiPen? I think Gabrus needs it. I, I will say... Carpe diem. Carpe diem. <laughs> I, I do want to say, and I, I feel badly about this, that that spider did pay for the VIP experience, and now he got a oh, refund. Oh, <laughs> are you feeling overwhelmed by the news? Well, you are not alone. Listen to Love It or Leave It, hosted by former Obama speechwriter and comedian John Lovett. As a former White House staffer, he is no stranger to political chaos. But don't worry, that doesn't mean he's keeping a cool head in today's chaos-filled news cycle. Far from it. It is the only show where you hear Golden Globe winner Greta Lee give award-worthy readings of listener mail and Kathy Griffin go off on all things MAGA. Hold tight to your sanity and listen to Love It or Leave It wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about the diner scene because I want to... Maybe my head went to a place that you didn't go to, which is one of the um, one of the people in the Good People's crew says, "Oh, I need some paint and body work." Does that mean she needs like shit and do her makeup? Like when she said, "I need to do some paint and body know. work." Don't look like at is me. that what bikers know. say? It might be know. like makeup touch up. It would be my yeah. guess. Yeah. Paint I got was like I'm gonna powder my nose and then like I gotta empty the gas tank. Yeah. Because it was like body work felt like I need some paint and body work. I was like, shit and do makeup. And, and I kind of want to get that in the lexicon. So I got to do some paint and body work now. Sorry I'm late. I had to do some body work. The good guy crew 
vacillates between being 10 years old about girls and sex to 40 years old about girls. They're like, oh, you got a girlfriend. And later on, it's like, she's probably the one who's responsible for you being on time. <laughs> and it's like, they, they vacillate completely. It's like, dude, let me get 10 more minutes with her, please, man. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and how old are you guys? Yeah. And know, she's wearing also- a motorcycle helmet. So how are they kissing? How are they doing anything? I would imagine oh, one... Paul, you don't always have to kiss. That's true. But then they were so tr- they were all under the sheets so much that I feel like you may get a concussion just like there's maneuvering That's out why of where they wear the helmet. What? I thought about it too, Paul, and I what in where I went was like she put the helmet on when she thought he was going to leave. Like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, okay. I know what'll get him back here. Yes. Well, that, that's what I had, Fast I had and the Furious to make sense of it. And this movie do it too. They like presuppose some idea of hetero of the male gaze where it's like, dude, chicks with fucking wrenches and driving <laughs> fast, nothing hotter. And it's like, oh, they, yeah, they, they Transformers like too. Transformers too. Michael Bay thinks like the hottest woman is a woman under a hood, you know, in like crop tops. <laughs> yeah, this 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 movie has like a foreplay on motorcycles where oh, yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to ride through town together. And it's like, they never sit on the same motorcycle like except for a brief moment, which would be a traditionally romantic sure. thing. But instead, it's like, race a billion miles an hour through like Chinatown, terrorizing the citizens. And that gets us both juiced up and ready to rock. <laughs> well, uh, I wonder if they were going to have a wear-gasm because that was a piece of graffiti I saw in that bathroom where the man is choked out. A Multiple times. Weargasm. And it was spelled like W-E-A-R-gasm. So like, where? what was a weargasm? We well, I think that's gasm. Su- or, or it's suggesting that you wear the, the clothing line gasm. <laughs> or like, oh my God, I love your outfit. I just had a weargasm. Like, or this outfit's so hot, I just had a weargasm. Like, I think it's every full moon someone come, is half <laughs> orgasm, half human. <laughs> Well, I personally was uncomfortable with um, how Ford was treating Shane's business because when they were in that diner, (laughs) when they were in that diner, he made a comment about how it was wonderful to date a woman who could take care of herself as she got up to pay the check for him and all of his friends. (laughs) I found it to be very distressing. He just doesn't seem... That's why I did ask where he worked. Oh, no, he's a loser. <laughs> but make yeah. no mistake, everyone's a loser in this movie. I guess but what like, I'm just he like, trying to understand say... is what is his trade, though? Like, I understand, and I... Racing. I, Motorcycles. But... Yeah, he doesn't explain what he does in no. Thailand. Just, what like he, he wasn't do? like, yeah, I was there for six months. Well, how'd you pay the bills? Doesn't he Ask say sex worker? No doesn't he say sex he competed worker, in a American race? Sex... Does he say he competed in oh. a race there or something? No, I don't think no? so. No, okay, okay. I, I think he says he competed in a kumite there. <laughs> I would love that. Kumite, 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 kumite. I will also say that I like that. People are constantly surprised when motorcycles pop into frame as if motorcycles can sneak up on anyone. Like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? Didn't see you roll up on your motorcycle. They also are able to, at one point, when, when Ice Cube and his um, gang are chasing them in, like, the desert, in, like, um, I don't know where they are, but in the yes. desert, um, they're really close, and then somehow our crew, the hero crew, disappears on them? 
And I couldn't hide tell. in the sewer. They hide That's in the- why, Jason, when you were like, I understood the ge- geography of every shot. I'm like, I didn't know where they were. That, I had no idea What made idea no sense to were. me, though, was like, can they really not see? They're on dirt. Can they not see the trail of well, their tires? Well, that's, this whole... Okay, Jason, you touched on something that bothered me about the whole movie. It's so fun. There's a lot of exciting set pieces, but so much of the chase makes no sense. It's like, it's like, yo, Cube, don't go on top of the train. Ride next to the train and see what he does. Cube, do not go in opposing traffic. Do not jump this ramp. I think you can eyeball him. Yeah. yeah. The, the, well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be right behind him like, fuck it, we're going directly into the volcano? Well, you're not getting away from me. I'm eventually going to physically fight you hand to hand. This is my... What Ice Cube is up to on his bike is the fucking funniest. This is Ice Cube on a normal ride. Now watch what he does. Watch how he has a phone. Everything here. First of all, phone. Sticks to magnet. Just heard on scanning they spotted the whiteboard. Dawson's Creek, the whiteboard. All right, give me a map. Give me a map. Gets the map. Hands off. Hands off the bike. Map fully extended. Folds the map up. Gives it back. And then it's off. He's also wearing a motorcycle helmet, traveling very fast, and having a phone conversation on a mat. I guess maybe the magnet phone had. To Mere moments it. after this, his he's riding with his whole gang. I'm saying two dozen guys, right? Mere moments later, they're all shoulder to shoulder, pissing on the side of the road. So many questions about that. If you're that. gonna piss, if you're gonna pull over and have a pee break, got it. I get it. But do you all stand shoulder to shoulder? <laughs> To do it, that seems like a wild choice. Well, let's talk about the logistics of what they do because when the inciting incident that gets uh, Junior to want to fight Ford, they're having a barbecue four feet off the side of like yeah. Death Valley Highway or whatever. They're literally right, like, we're like, oh yeah, we should just pull over here and grill. It's 125 <laughs> degrees. We'll just post up right here. People- and later on, they say, stay out of Compton. And I'm like, you guys are from Compton? You just hang out in the desert, in the sun? But that's what I'm saying. There's caves. There's downtown LA. There's everything. There's like, a fucking cave. There's caves. They're, in a ca- they're hiding in a cave. They spend the night that in a cave. That they seem to know about. Yes. They yes. seem to know where all the weird hidey holes are. Again, between here and Morongo. <laughs> I, like, I don't even think these guys... That's the thing. Is, these guys aren't even going to Sturgis. They're going to, like, a bike rally at Morongo. Yeah. Like, they're just in the desert. That's it. So just to talk through the, the mm-hmm. urination scene for another, for another minute. So you think they all did have to go? And I don't know about this, actually, but I don't know that if called upon to go right now, you know, I could. But I if feel you like... But, get a but, chant going, folks. But <laughs> edit this part out. June pisses on the stage. Whoa, she could do it. Holy or, shit. Or weirder, it's in the but, episode. And, and, and all spiders come, come out. Really weird. Uh, I stopped like, listening wow. to How Did This Get Made when they started doing pissing on the show. I well, like, but I think of it more like when you're on a road trip. men uh, in that yeah. line. What? See, that's there a thing. There were it's like 20 men people. in the Well, I think it's like you're when you're on like a road trip, like when we all go on a road trip with the kids, I'll be like, well, we're stopping, so everyone let's go to the bathroom. Like, even if you don't think you have it, you might. And that's what right. I always that say. That's the conversation. Do. You don't want to be the new guy in the Reapers going, I know you just stopped, but I have to go now. 
Or the guy that everybody's like, hey, how come you're not pissing? (laughs) Hey, how come you're not pissing? Hey, that guy's not pissing over there. Right. So This guy's not getting enough fluid. That's the cool thing about the Reapers. They're they're all about hydration. Ice Cube is like, guys, if you're going to be in this gang, we're in a lot of hot weather, so you got to hydrate. I don't want anybody getting dry, cracked lips. (laughs) I want everybody here fully hydrated. Right. Well, the pissing thing, the map thing, the movie <laughs> threads this weird tonal needle where it's like, it's it, it's trying to be a comedy at points, but not in a pithy way. It has like funny moments. Yeah. But yes. all of the fucking like one-liners are just clam city. Just like, yeah. it's a, well, until Dane Cook arrives. And there we go. <laughs> at which point... This movie crushes comedians. Now, by the way... You know you're in a desperate spot if Dane Cook shows up in a movie and you go, ooh, okay, all right. This uh, this thing's got some fucking legs now. Yeah, let's see what's happening here. This feels to me like a moment where they're like, okay, it's not in the script. Dane Cook's super hot. Let's give him $5 million. He'll crush and this will be the, it'll make everything great. Like, oh, it reeks of like a producer's like, you know, I'm actually kind of friends with Dane Cook's manager. And he wants like, to, he's not going to do this. He's like, let me talk to him. We'll he write wants him to anything. do something we'll, like this, he said. We'll write him a scene. He'll love so, it. So uh, when I saw Dane Cook appear, I was actually like, oh, I bet they shot way more with him, which then made me even more confused because I was like, wow, his, uh, I bet they threaded him through this entire, they had a plan for him that was like, you're going to appear here, he's going to come back here. Yeah, and that his callback oh. moment is even softer than it his like, debut. Well, his callback no, moment me. is weird because he arrives on a motorcycle and leaves in a car. Well, because, because he he's been humiliated so hard, he's like, "I'll take a car instead." So he's so, fucking. He's talking. He is what we, what us fucking hogheads. That's what they call us, <laughs> motorcycle people. We're like, we fucking see these Dan Cooks out there. This is for. They're like, we see these Dan Cooks out there all the time, buying nice, sweet fucking bikes. They don't know a goddamn. Is that thing. what hogheads call them, Dan oh, yeah. Cooks? Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, show, I got a Dane po- Cook coming. It's pointed that they show his like sneakers trying to put the yes. kickstand yes. down. Oh, yeah. And it's like the wackest thing you could wear is sneakers on a motorcycle. He's not even wearing a Carpe Diem jacket. Is. Yeah. He can't find it. <laughs> What's this, really funny about that to me, though, is like it's a scene that is comedic forward, so much so that like he comes up to what's the bad guy's name? Uh, James. Henry James. Yeah. The author, Henry James. Henry James. Well, it's Henry James Ford. I was like, oh, my God. Henry that's James funny too. Ford. <laughs> It was really weird. Anyway, Famous Nazi. So, so Henry James, who is truly an unrepentant evil guy, and right? And also a cast member of Fast and the Furious. Oh, I didn't what? know that. Yeah. Yeah. Who? He's Vince in Fast and the Furious. The guy who turns on them in five. What? Am I yeah. right here or am yeah. I bugging out? He's right. Yeah. I'm mortified I didn't know that. And So he's terrible. He's, so, he's like the mustache twirliest bad guy, right? Um... <laughs> Dane Cook arrives and is like, hey, can we get a picture with you? He's on his bike. The bad guy's on his bike. They're like, can we get a picture of you guys for our internet thing? And then hard cut to, they're taking the, they're taking the picture. They're they willing to do bike. it. They walked to the edge where the water is behind them for a good picture. Like, they participated Listen, it's always this. nice to have your picture taken. <laughs> By the way, this looks like at a kid's quinceanera. Okay, this is incredible. Yeah, at a ch- another children's park. There's bubbles. There's a piñata. There's balloons. This is fucked up. Look I how don't close understand. their motorcycle is parked to like where they're. Well, imagine being at a party and there's like a guy on the grill and you are have your tire a foot away from him, <laughs> revving the fucking engine. There's a kid playing pinata feet from the motorcycle. If they were to like the. The exhaust is so close to everybody. <laughs> 
All those kids are in a class action mesothelioma <laughs> lawsuit now. I still don't understand why they even show up here. Again, the geography of where the, the bikes are just ending up everywhere. The bikes are well, just it's like, like Fast and Furious with cars. If people, if the riders are anywhere, they have to be on their bike. I mean, but this seems right. like why a children's party? It's not crucial to the plot. I was shocked they didn't commit the murder in the red bathroom on motorcycles. <laughs> I, it would be used a motorcycle part was get, used, yeah. <laughs> which, by like the way, the detective like work, uh, the 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 detective work on that incredible. Like, you know, someone was like, and the way that they'll get out of the crime is that every motorcycle chain uh, is like a fucking fingerprint. The, High five, control alt save. No more work today, buddy. <laughs> Four day weekend for us, motherfucker. Bye bye. And these Did your coke guy come yet? <laughs> these fucking guys, they're so dumb. The whole gang is so dumb, and the way they figure out that the chain is like a fingerprint, and then one of them goes, like a fingerprint. And the other one goes, yeah, like a fingerprint. Try, to, like, try, not, to move your, try not to move your mouth when you're thinking. Yeah. There's, like, there's like 50s roasts to each other. <laughs> it's like, well, someone's a kraut friend. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the audience and talk to you about what you might have seen here. Questions, answers, and, and I want to hear also what you think your motorcycle gang name might be. If you were to roll with a crew, like the Reapers, obviously, you know, is there anyone out here that has a good question, something, an observation? All right, sir, your name, your motorcycle gang name, and your question. Oh, God, that's a lot. Uh, my name's Ian. Uh, I'll go with Detective John Kimball. Okay, that would be your motorcycle gang name. Absolutely. <laughs> Detective um, John Kimball, right out. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> Circle up, Detective John Kimball. <laughs> and not even plural. You know, it's, it's singular. Which Who I'm do you like... ride for, Detective John Kimball? <laughs> and it's 200 members strong. All right, and your question. It's, well, it's not really a question, it's an observation. Does Great. Feel like... Is it an explanation, I hope? I hope so. <laughs> Does it just feel like the Nickelback of Fast and Furious movies? Nickelback yeah. is the closing credit theme. Yeah. <laughs> He said, that was amazing. All right, yeah, over here. Yes, come over. Can you come closer? There we go. All right, your name, your motorcycle gang name, and you can't take Detective John King, but that's taken. Uh, all right, and your question. My name is Melissa, and i got to come up with a new one, I guess. Uh, Missy G. Missy G. Again, these are very singular names. I think people are giving themselves nicknames in the like motorcycle it. gangs yeah. rather than naming their gang like the, what they would be on their cut. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. By the way, that's it works. That's fine, but it it's works. still good. And your, and your observation or question, whatever you have. Sure. So when they were on top of the train and then came off the train, the train conductor didn't try and stop until, like, feet from Ice Cube. And then it just kept going? I, I had a question about this, yes. too, because the motorcycles are riding on the train track 50 feet in front of the train for a long time. And at no point does that train slow down. You've got to assume the conductor is just like, do, 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 do. Here I am driving my train. Then he sees a motorcycle first come in front. Then another drops from above. 
At that point, you got to hit the brakes. Well, listen. Yeah. He finally puts down snood at that point. Maybe it's the same thing they always say that car drivers, like, we actually don't see motorcycles. Like, we don't see them on the road. We are trained to look for cars. And you're definitely not trained to look for cars or motorcycles if you're on a train track yeah. in the desert. Where is this train going yeah. to and coming from? Because no when idea. they go inside it, there are commuters. I'm on sorry. There. You mean there are I people know, like newspapers and shit, and it's in the middle of the fucking desert, and there's no stops. There's no. It's know. going it to seems... Westworld, I it's think. Right. Exactly. I was truly really like, is this the Pacific Surfliner? Like, what is? <laughs> no, but this? it looks like it's going to Massapequa or something. Right, yeah. right. It seems like it's going to drop everybody off. It's the yeah. Babylon line. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay, yeah. Amityville, Copeg, Lindenhurst, but, and Babylon. But instead, Ford is driving or riding his motorcycle through the train inside the, and and cube is on top <laughs> and, and why would, once they got off didn't they just drive into all that open space yeah why spend so much time on that's those what tracks? i'm saying the second ford is on top of the train if i'm cube i'm like i'll just buzz near the train and keep an eye on it as yes. a matter of fact i think the motorcycles are faster than the train yet they spend so much time on top of it as if it's helpful to them in any way <laughs> it's not it's not at all. It's a hindrance. It's just spectacle. <laughs> and and when they are riding on the railroad ties... Sir, what is your name, the name of your oh, gang? Okay. And My gang name <laughs> is Dr. John Gooden. <laughs> and, uh, DJG! Um, no, the, uh, the, 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 the railroad tire... Like, they're bouncing more than... They should not be riding in between the tracks. Wait, yeah. right. That reminds me. This movie has to let us know. You know there's negative space underneath the train tracks, yes. right? This might be the first featured shot of from underneath train tracks up. Again, they do in, in really inventive camera work. See, the director's like a legendary uh, music video director. He's directed like sense. some Everything. of the top, top, like all if of your would, And if you told me all of his directing credits were for corn, I would believe you. <laughs> well, so this... I, had to, I had to justify this conductor on like some level. So in my mind, I was like, I, he must know because I think even when you put those emergency brakes on for a train, it still takes what a couple miles to stop. Yes, at least. So if I'm him, I'm like, if I put the brakes on, I'm going to have to, there's going to be a whole, a lot of admin around that. Yeah. A, a lot, lot of people. And I got a, a bunch of, of and all these people got to get so, to work. They got to get to work. At the desert factory. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get back. They all work at the Hills Have Eyes mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure these guys will move off the tracks at some point. Gotta. Yeah, they yeah. gotta. They gotta. And then they don't. Um, your name, your gang name, and your uh, question. I'm Nina. My gang name would be Stardust Brothers Fan Club. Okay, I like it. Again, wield, uh, unwieldy names across the board, but <laughs> looks good. Looks good on a leather vest. Yeah. You're telling me a how did this get made crowd at Largo can't come up with good biker game names? <laughs> gang names? Shocking. All right. Everybody's is nerdy somehow or misunderstands what the assignment is. <laughs> Friends of Grogu. <laughs> and, okay. none, and none of them have any motorcycle knowledge? Whoa. Blown mind. What is your observation question? What do you have? I just want to go back to the cave scene. I have a question. So the cave had lights in it, like electrical lights. Yeah. And my question is... It was is, someone's home. Right. Like, 
did they? It's nicer than my house. The the inside of a truck uh, trailer had lights in it too. Like, right. There's no way that would be lit oh, like a that, living room. That seems nuts too. Right. And did they stumble upon this cave accidentally? Or did they know about this cave's existence and mm. ride there on they purpose? They seem to know every nook and cranny I of know. the Thomas's English muffin <laughs> that is this desert yeah. landscape. I, I, uh, remind me, I've been in Phuket. Is the cave still lit? <laughs> I would love it to go like I would love somebody to go, go in that cave and go down and be like, hostess rapper? Wait a second. Were you really in Thailand? He's like, busted. I've been in this game I for love six that. months. I love that. He just smoked a million dollars worth of meth in a cave over six months. It Why felt yeah, like Thailand. That's my teeth pile. That's my hair pile. It, that would be if he was just like gaunt and <laughs> sallow and disgusting. Gotta seize the day. Seize the fucking day. Carpe diem. Shane. Carpe diem. Shane. Shane. I miss you. Shane. Uh, your name, your biker gang name, and your question. Uh, oh, oh. Gabriel. Got it. Biker name? Yeah. Or, or biker gang name. Oh, uh, the Mountain Dews. I like it. Oh, there yeah. we go. Someone gets it. See? It's um, possible. Real quick. Um, the fight with the Mountain Dew and the Pepsi? Yeah. The, the, are you on animatronics? What's going on? Yeah, well, this is interesting. We talked about this. Like, the bikes are used as an extension of a body, right? And they are, like, bikes are going up against walls. They're, like, they are literally... They're on top of the bikes. They're dancing on the bike. Like, they're, the bikes yeah. are doing wheelies. and Real hogheads refer to this as hog-foo. Yeah. It is. It I, is did, I did write bike foo in my... <laughs> I know. I tried my... like 12 different versions. I was it like... is just that. It is Crouching Tiger, yeah. but Hidden but on motorcycle. Bikes. Hidden Kawasaki. And they're not even like they're not even like special bikes. They're just like, oh, yeah, we normally do. Like, we'll fight on bikes. We'll fight in real life. And they life. seem we'll... capable. Yeah. As if they've done this a million times. <laughs> right. Right. What switch. about the switch out on the highway when it's and like I'll drive and he's like okay and he's like gets up and it but that's jumps in he gets up out of the car and he's just like jumps what's so crazy what's so crazy about the scene that Gabrus is is depicting for you is they're carrying on a casual conversation they're like uh, okay so you take her to the thing and I'll be over here okay cool that's great there is such a ease a <laughs> uh, one thing that my stepfather taught me was oh that uh, Paul. Be careful. Yarg. Be careful finishing that sentence. Make sure you eat your limes. <laughs> Is that you need you need a body to keep the bike upright while in motion. I, I feel like that is a major you part. You needed to be taught that? <laughs> Were you but, I mean, trying movie, to get it to go on its own? Just yeah, these bikes are really like these bikes can keep on running without anyone on them, and when the weight comes on them, they seem to have like it's like oh shit, oh, oh, there's no, there's no like the bikes well, are the same with. Go ahead, sorry. I said they're unwieldy. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, obviously we have an opinion about this movie, but there are people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions. Chris, take it away. Torque is a film about bikes, not cars. Stuffing crystal meth into carburetor parts. Ford is coming back from Indochina with a sprocket fingerprint for the FBI now. It's Torque, it's Torque. They fight in bars. Amazing. Thank you, Chris. All right. These Torque reviews are the best. Okay. 
Um, there are the average rating is four out of five stars. Uh, there are two thousand five hundred reviews. Seventy-five percent of them are five-star reviews, and it starts out like this from Monica Flynn: "What I like the most about this movie are the motorcycles." Well, Monica, you're in fucking luck, babe. What I liked least about this movie? Nothing. It is a great movie from start to finish. Five stars. Title: The Storyline. Can I just say one thing? Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry, Gabriel. I, I want to just say one thing about the motorcycles. I'm I'm not into motorcycles, but I didn't feel like they got any, you know glamour shots in this movie yes. yeah like the, until the fancy one at the end i totally just agree that one moment but yep. it's like in, in the fast movies like i get to know each car and what the and special each car things represents are. each person yes and by it, the way i will say june that that fancy motorcycle the jet turbine y2k bike that carrie ford rides um actually exists and is owned by jay leno <laughs> mr jay leno wow. it's, an and it's made of gasoline <laughs> It is, it is. No. <clears throat> is that, is that take too hot? Wait, is to your, here? Now, to your point, Gabrus, it is actually powered by a Rolls-Royce Allison 250 turboshaft engine commonly used in helicopters. Jesus, that's where the torque is coming now, from. Now, but what I, what's crazy, and to June's point, I agree. The Fast and Furious movies, the the vehicles have characteristics that are representative of the characters. I only drive they are American. Yeah. yeah. And these bikes are just bikes. whatever. And they're disposable. People I, lose bikes. I will also say bike, that that whatever. cool bike was an ugly looking bike. It didn't look, it didn't, it was like, ooh. ooh it was you're like, going to get a lot of heat from Jay Leno. Oh, no, sorry. It looks like a fucking sex doll. A lot of heat from Jay Leno. It's really sure when they pulled that thing off, I was like, "This audience loves Leno." When they pulled that off, I, I, I'm honestly, my first thought when I saw the lines of it, I was like, "Refrigerator." Like, it yeah, looks like, it looks like that. It look, yeah, it there was, I was like, like "Should I load my dishes into this?" Yes. You know, Jay Leno doesn't spend any of his Y2K motorcycle money. <laughs> Just his stand-up money. Yeah, just stand-up. Uh, this second review is from Krista T. Uh, she writes... Chrissy Teigen? Christy T. <laughs> we'll see, maybe. Um, husband liked it. I was like, eh. Okay, movie, five stars. <laughs> How did That T- was Chrissy Teigen. Legend is a huge fan of Tor. Oh, <laughs> Legend is a torque head. And then... Uh, Wait, not, we talk, he's just, a fan of Peter Torque from The Monkees. Should we just take one second to say... I have officially lost this audience. Yeah, you have. Interesting. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> the guy who you think you lost went, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much went, zang. <laughs> uh, just to talk about Cube for a second. He's thrilling in this movie, which is, you know, f- for what it's worth. But he, the sequence, he's chasing to kill Ford because he believes Ford killed his brother. He's shooting guns at him, chasing, no matter what, he's driving directly against a traffic all the way. And when he finally catches up to him on the bridge, he just knocks him off his motorcycle. <laughs> they've, been fi- they've been driving for hundreds of miles on trains, through trains, jumping ravines. When they finally get to the bridge, he's like, and then they get into hand-to-hand after all that. It's like it was a so slight crazy, push. too, because the, the moment at the bridge when Ford lets go, doesn't kill Ice Cube or saves him and pulls him up, 
I was like, oh, finally, there's a story here. There's a, this is Jean Valjean and Javert. This is, an, <laughs> this is something oh, that really? I can. Please, someone make a musical of Torque. I really was like, oh, he let him go. This is going to be an issue, but he still has to kill him to avenge his brother. Like, it was, the movie started for me. I got you. (laughs) Um, This one is written by The Mandrew. The Mandrew writes, this movie has it all. Insane, completely over-the-top action scenes, which, granted, occasionally leave you shaking your head. Great bikes, a little TNA, incredible and well-placed soundtrack, self-deprecating humor, and multiple references to old movies and, well, other movies. I loved it. Page two. Yeah, yeah. And frankly... As a sport bike rider, it's so stylized it will give you cavities. It features a healthy dose of all things Hollywood, and not in a bad way. I especially loved how they poke fun at Fast and Furious and themselves and the stunts. I just jumped my bike onto a moving train. And then absolutely rocking strains of Jane's Addiction in the opening canyon run. Slow-mo, Perry Farrell screaming. And if you're looking for some Oscar-nominated bike movie, then pull your head out of your butt and go rent a French film with Cantonese subtitles to fulfill your lust for all things sophisticated. Can you reread that? If you're looking for some Oscar-nominated bike movie, then pull your head out of your butt and go rent a French film with Cantonese subtitles to fulfill your lust for all things sophisticated. So, so I mean, you can change the subtitles. Well, not, you know, not so th- there. So that person is suggesting change the subtitles from English to Cantonese so that it can be more difficult to understand? From the Oscar, no- all those Oscar-nominated bike movies. I, I will say this. The budget of this movie, $40 million. Opening weekend, $9 million. million. Nine. Uh, domestic gross, $21 million. Um, what it, year did Fast One come out? 2001. What? Okay. Oh, this oh, came out okay. in 2004. Okay. Okay. It was a, uh, the top three movies of 2004, Shrek 2, Spider-Man 2, Passion of the Christ. Wait, that can't be right. That can't be right. Oh, if, oh, I would no. love it if someone got, got oh, yeah. fucking crucified in this movie. This movie and wa- came back three days later. This movie was beaten by Van Helsing, Catwoman, Sky Captain, and The World of Tomorrow, and Three Cellular. famously good movies. Yes, yep. uh, that were all here on the show. Um, <laughs> and some of the other titles in different countries. Australia, they called it Hard on the Limit. Um... <laughs> In Wait, Estonia. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hard? I, I really want to unpack that. Hard on the limit? Yeah, I guess. Like, the, any was... Aussies in the house? Can anybody explain what that means? Hard on the limit? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I, I know, sorry. In, in Turkey. That's what you sound like. We can't, we can't explain torque. We can't expect them to explain yeah. hard on the limit. Well, to continue that, in Spain, it was called rolling to the limit. Um, in Turkey, it was called Speed Enthusiasts. Uh, oh. It was Can also you called... if it was called that here and we were right now going to see Speed Enthusiasts 9? In Hungary, it was called Iron. In Finland, it was called Tap. 
exclamation point. And uh, a lot of acceleration. And then this was the one I like from Sylvania, wild in the saddle. Now, I told you earlier in the show, I reached out to Adam Scott. Just a second ago, he texted me. From Adam Scott, he writes in, I love Torque. I remember when we were making it, Justina Machado and I, who plays my partner, were sort of off on our own movie, and we kept on saying to each other, this is fucking ridiculous. Is this supposed to be ridiculous? And we decided it was, and then Joseph Kahn, the director, was like, hey guys, this is fucking ridiculous. And we were like, oh, okay, great. And then we were just saying, like, all this seems fucking ridiculous. Got it, all right. But then there were some people who seemed super serious about it, which is great. Uh, but for that big scene at the end when everyone's there telling each other everything they've been doing for the whole movie, I remember some of the actors doing reps with dumbbells before they called action and thinking that was a bit at first and then thinking, well, if I had arms like that, I'd probably do that too. I don't know. I loved it. It was so much fun. Ice Cube was fucking cool. Martin Henderson is an awesome guy. And by the way, incredible and X. Uh, Jay Hernandez and Will uh, John Lee were fucking cool. Monet and Jamie Presley were rad. And that motorcycle battle is Everest. But if only two people ever reach the top. <laughs> Matt Schultz is so good in this movie. It's insane. And Joseph Kahn took all that money and made something truly b -b 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 bonkers. Viva La Torque. Yes. So right from Adam Scott. I agree. I, I will just, uh, everybody just, uh, just say thank you, Adam, and I'll send it to him. Here we go. All right, there we go, yeah. All right, I'll um, So there we go. That's a first-hand look there. I like that Adam and his partner played it that way because it was a relief when they popped up on screen. They were fun every single time. They were, they were great. Th they were great. You know, and a little them. bit of a window into what the movie, I feel like, could have been. Yeah. In a way that was... I do believe, because I really had a blast watching this movie in a way that Super fun. I genuinely was not prepared for. I really thought it was going to be much more of a drag, and I had a blast watching it, so much so that I was like, oh, I wish there was more of these in the Fast and Furious style. This, this is better than yeah. Fast 1, 4, and 2? But we yeah. didn't have Vin Diesel. I really do think that's that, true. It, no, it's and it's nobody true. that even approaches it. Like this movie, if you'd stacked it with ca a cast as good as the Fast movies had, this would be the franchise. Well, I think what this movie is missing is the gravitas of Vin Diesel in the sense of like family, family. Like there isn't an because emotional he does grounding. Have similar lines. He has absurd lines that yeah. are that are that falls so flat because he doesn't have that, that Vin touch. Well, you know, the, that it, magic the movie, it, I agree also, and, and I think the Fast and Furious movies have this, and I think probably from Vin, there is an emotional, familial connection between Absolutely. all the cast. And that the this cars movie, seem yeah, connected to each other emotionally as well. doesn't have. If this movie yeah. waited two years, they could have tied it in because they all live in L.A. It could have been an extension of the fast world. I still think we could bring an ice cube. The, what, I would, what I want is I want Fast 11 just announced Louis Leterrier back in the saddle. I want Fast 11 to bring some of the Torqueverse into the Fastiverse. It's right there for the taking, the same producer. Uh, but I, would I think the one thing Torque does better than Fast and the Furious is, and I don't think they do it well here, but they do it better than Fast and the Furious, 
This movie's a. There's no sex in Fast and the Furious. No sexual energy, period. Mm, I agree. Off of anyone in this. Wait, there's, what? There's references. Are you serious? Are you sure? Are you saying no, you're the, right. the are you saying Dom, everyone's too Dom related. and Letty aren't in love? Everyone's too related in Fast and the Furious because yes, everyone's like, that's actually my cousin's wife, family. <laughs> no, uh, you're everyone, right. They you're mean, actually everyone, my sister. Yeah. yeah. It's much more about fa- family in that sense. You're yeah, right. Yeah, here there's like some, some steaminess. Like, I will yeah. say the, the kiss between uh, Ford and Shane when Ford gets out of the car, that is like... Or An the awkward kiss, level of making out. Or the kiss yeah. when they're driving and he is, they are ma- hardcore making out like. And he's in sixth gear, yeah. <laughs> they're cutting to his feet, they're cutting to his hands, they know exactly. They're weaving in and out of traffic. Could you. <laughs> Torque. Torque. This is how colon, I These people finger each other. <laughs> That's what you get from this movie. They are a little That's bit. That's why you get Dane Cook in the movie. Super the shocker, shocker baby. The shocker. I think we all agree that we recommend this film uh, on some level. Um, and uh, John, I want to give you a chance to talk about what anything you want to tell everybody to check out. Uh, yeah, I have a movie podcast called Action Boys. Woo! It, uh, thank you, Jason's a listener. Yeah, these six I guys cannot are. recommend this podcast. It's enough. so good. It is fantastic. Thank you, guys. That means a lot. I've been listening to your movie podcast for decades now. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, it's uh, how, did Patri- we, how did we get so old? I don't Okay, so I saw someone. I saw someone post on my Twitter the other day, and they tagged me, which was so hurtful. And it said something like, "I used to listen to How Did This Get Made, that podcast in high school, and it took my breath away." You know, it took my breath. I'm curious. Did anybody here start listening in high school? Good. Yeah, good. Thank God. Yeah, those people did not finish high only, school and make it to LA. Only good. the only the old old only the old heads are here. <laughs> only the people with the you know like uh, financial security to rent <laughs> torque. <laughs> Two ninety nine, no problem. <laughs> I'm a childless forty year old. You got it. Of course, of course, I can go to three shows at Largo in a week. <laughs> I'll call in sick so I can watch the movies every day to really enjoy it. All right. Uh, thank you, John. Listen to the podcast. It's so fun. Wait, uh, th- yeah. High and Mighty as well, Gabe. Oh, High and Mighty. I also have a chat show podcast that is less about movies, but yeah, that one's free and easier to get access to. So thank you, guys. Check that out. Yeah. 101 Place. Yeah, thank you, guys. Shout out my plugs. Thank you. I've, sh- I've shouted this show out a lot on this podcast and I will do it again for you Gabrus. Gabrus and Pally, the show is 101 places to party before you die. It's on True TV which is now on HBO Max, also known as Max. Yeah. <laughs> Get on your Max. I think you could watch it in any hospital waiting room. So uh... <laughs> Do yourself a favor, get a concussion and check it out. Or and, and if you have a peg leg and you're getting the, the <laughs> surgery to cover up the peg leg, it's a great show. You can binge it Does out. Does anyone have a peg leg we want to trick Paul into touching real quick? <laughs> I'll touch anybody's peg leg to see. I never really believed it. And now, you know, now I think I was pretty smart. I feel like you're going to get a lot of emails that is like, peg leg is not the right term. <laughs> You're gonna that get was not what I was told. That was what I was told. Anyway, thank you all for coming tonight. One of How Did This Get Made. Thank you. How did this get made? 
The show may be over, but it continues next week on Last Looks. That's right. We want you to join us on Last Looks to tell us all the things that we might have messed up, that we might have gotten wrong, and you get a chance to prove that you are better than us. You can do that very simply by going to our Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm, or you can call me at 619-PAULASK. I also run a very impromptu uh, advice line. So if you have any problems, I am there to solve them. Normally, I'm joined by Jason on Last Looks, so tune into Last Looks to hear interviews with some of our great past guests, some deleted scenes, and so much more, including what we're watching next week. You know what? If you're a big How Did This Get Made fan, that means you must have some merch. And if you need our merch, go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hdtgm. That's T-E-E public.com. You can find us online everywhere and any kind of social platform at HDTGM. And if you really just want to go old school, check out our website at HDTGM.com that has links to everything you could possibly imagine. But this show, what you're listening to right here, couldn't be done without a couple of things. First of all, you listening, but more importantly, I'm talking about the amazing producerial work of Scott Sani. Molly Reynolds, and our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, our engineer, Alex Gonzalez, and our publisher, July Diaz. People, they make the trains run, and we love them. So, we will see you next week for Last Looks, and until then, bye for now.